Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That's it. There's a new member of the final fire club. Celebrating in the streets and loving because wow. Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the national championship. Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are on once again with your boy, I'll be sure. And this end of the year has been a pretty frustrating one to say the least. Um, in, in baseball, it's just we everything was right in front of us for the Big 12 championship. And to review the last weekend of the regular season, I had to bring on my guy, David Hughes, the baseball expert. What's up, David? Hey, man, how's it going? Pretty good. Um, pretty good personally. Not too great for the Texas Tech baseball team. So uh, we yeah. joke. We joke about typical tech. And we joke about, like, the ways that sometimes our sports teams can snatch uh, defeat from the jaws of victory. Or player. Or player. And uh, so before I go into this, I, I will say we're recording this on Sunday evening after watching uh, Mito, our, our golf guy. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big golf guy. I'm not huge mm-hmm. into golf, right? We're going we're gonna to actually have an episode talking about the spring sports here later this week. But I'm, I'm just not a big, big golf guy. But, you know, I, I'm excited. A Red Raider is at the top of the PGA Championships, ready to go, and has the lead going into the last day, has the lead for the high majority of the day. And in Texas type fashion, just yeah. curtails it at the very end. A double bogey on 18th to completely take yourself out of contention. Oh my God! It's just this is just how this is the life we live, David. It's Texas Tech for you. This that's is just life. how we roll. This is the life we live. <laughs> it is what it is. So that's a great microcosm of kind of what happened to the baseball team. So the baseball team, you go into the final weekend of the season. You're playing Oklahoma, right? TCU has ended their season. Their season is over, right? They have a 16-8 and record in the Big 12. You already swept Oklahoma State. So this is kind of – I'm going to set the stage for the Big 12 championship, right? So Texas Tech and Oklahoma are playing. Both teams have a shot at the Big 12 championship. But Oklahoma would need a sweep of the mighty top 10 Texas Tech. I mean, everybody going into this weekend is like, oh, well, 
Oklahoma doesn't have a shot at it, right? A Texas Tech gets a sweep of Oklahoma, they win it outright. Texas Tech wins two of the three games against Oklahoma. They at the very least tie with TCU. Um, and then Oklahoma State would need a sweep of Baylor. And then, of course, a Texas Tech loss. And they would get a tie of the Big 12 championship, right? So those are four teams with a legit shot, a crack at the Big 12 championship um, coming into the final weekend. With TCU just kind of sitting back, playing a non-conference game, but really just trying to check the results of it. So we start off day one. Texas Tech. Going at home, the best home team arguably in the country, right? Playing Oklahoma, an Oklahoma team that is is likely in the tournament on the inside of the bubble, but they, they should make it. I'm not really they, they shouldn't really to be be too worried on Selection Sunday. Um, you're going up against it with a pitcher, Andrew Morris, who has is undefeated. He has not been beaten all year. He has a seven and zero record coming into this game, right? So you you feel it. Pretty, we, we were both feeling pretty good in the preview pod. We we're like, you know what? This is an Oklahoma team that has offensive firepower, but we should be able to beat them. Andrew Morris on the mound, game one, would be a nice way to set the, t- set the stage. Uh, David, that did not happen. It, after, a no, three run, not. after a three-run first inning, we're up 4-1 after two, and remember those hits we talked about in the preview pod? Kept coming and coming and coming and coming. 15 hits total in this game, 13 runs scored by Oklahoma. What happened? So I think the easiest thing to point out is Andrew Morris was not his typical Andrew Morris self. I mean, the entire season he had allowed six home runs. I believe they said it's on the tele- on the on the TV telecast, but in seventy five innings he had about six home runs allowed the entire season. This game he pitched what four innings and allowed that six same six home runs. Um, that's just this has to be an anomaly type performance from him. Or we we hope so, anyways. Um, but that's the easiest thing to point out, and they just got off to a quick start, and we just kept chipping away a little bit, but they would just keep tacking on another run to keep us at, at arm's length a little bit, uh, and just kind of just went like that basically the entire weekend. Nine earned runs against a- uh, Andrew Morris in this game. By far the most earned runs given up all year. Um, I mean, there's an arc. Did, did Tadlock leave Morris in too long? He actually pitched five innings in this game, gave him nine runs in all five of them. Like, was he in there for too long? Actually, it's no, kind of pit- hard to say. Real, real quick, he pitched into the sixth. Remember, he got removed because yeah. he just could not get runners out before that first out in the sixth. So, yeah. I mean, what, what do you think? I think this is one of those instances where if you had a bullpen you could rely on, he would have gone out way before. But at this point, Andrew Morris is one of your top two pitchers. So, it's like you kind of got to roll with him a little bit. Um, he had already allowed, what, four home runs prior to the inning. He got pulled. Then he allowed to the inning. Actually, then he allowed three that inning. Uh, I can't remember exactly. But it was a lot. Um, and then he just, he <laughs> he, just he did allow didn't three, have his yeah. stuff today. Yeah, yeah no, he, he did allow three. Like, it, it was uh, it, it was a rough six. Yeah, that sixth inning was pretty rough. You go from a game that at the time, going into the sixth inning, Oklahoma had just taken the lead the inning before. They're up 5-4. Um, but you're, you're still in it. It's still a close game. That inning really went from a close grinding out type of game to, oh, Oklahoma has this. And they expanded it all the way out to the ninth, 13 to four. I will say in that game, I, I do want to bring this up. I tweeted about it. Um, so Oklahoma goes up. They're up 11 to four, or sorry, they're up 10 to four in the seventh inning. In the eighth, uh, bases loaded. Kurt Wilson has the, has the bases loaded, right? And we are – he launches one. 
out to the warning tracks. It looks like it's going out, and it's caught. It would have been a grand slam. Would have brought this game ten to eight. Um, when Tech seemed to have some sort of momentum building, and it just completely deflating. I, I, watching this game, I was like, "Well, that's you know." And I, and I, I usually am pretty good about not making generalizations like that or estimations like that. But I, that felt like the game at that moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I saw one of your tweets that mentioned that um, something about like if you know if he hits that, the game might be different from here or not because momentum's on your side all of a sudden. Um, maybe in that last inning that Oklahoma scored a couple more runs, maybe you throw in a little bit of a better reliever. So they don't add those three extra runs and then um, you could, you know, eventually get back in the game and, you know, potentially win it. Yeah. I mean, I, I just based like you said, baseball is huge or momentum is huge in baseball and yeah. that grand slam, the crowds back into it, like everything changes there. Um, and, and then not to mention the ninth inning. I mean, the, the, the guys tried to mount a, a, a wild yeah. comeback, right? It was the main reason why we weren't able to do it was just that the deficit was too much going into the ninth inning. You know, it's, it's the, the more runs are, or, or three more runs are scored by Oklahoma. It's 13 to four going into the ninth. And the guy still scored four more runs, right? So imagine if you smacked on Kurt Wilson's grand slam on top of that, then we have a, a legit shot at it. But it was just, it was one of those things to where no matter what happened in the ninth inning, it was, you're down nine to start the inning. I mean, you're just you're playing. Oklahoma was basically playing with house money at that point, um, and so absolutely rough. And at that moment, Texas Tech loses the game, thirteen to eight. At that moment, TCU has won the Big Twelve championship. They had no at that point. All they needed was one Texas Tech loss. They have won a share of the Big Twelve championship, right? Uh, if you're uh, if you're Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State was playing Baylor at the time. You know, you're thinking, oh, we have a shot at this now. Texas Tech has lost. We got to sweep this lowly Baylor team. Well, Oklahoma State couldn't do it either. They ended up getting beaten by Baylor in a pretty exciting game, 13 to 11. Yeah, walk up by Baylor, 13 to 11. That's basically their, that's their championship in in a nutshell. If if you're a Baylor Bear fan, you're like, this is, you know, there's been a difficult season, but this kind of makes up for it a little bit. Um, And so TCU, you're like, all right, boom, Oklahoma State's out. Um, Texas Tech, and, and, and now we're at a situation where We've won a share of the Big 12 title. Now the chance of winning an outright title is right in front of us. If Texas Tech and Oklahoma can just battle out a little bit more. Um, but as going into Friday's game, I'm still kind of confident. I'm still like, you know what? That was a rough game one. But Texas still has the firepower to win the last two games. Um, and I didn't feel defeated because we got Brandon Birdsell on the mound. Right, the, the the actually the Tortillas and Takes account tweeted about it. We oh we got Brandon Birdsell on the mound. Hey hey hey, you know it's it's. I still felt pretty confident that Tech could be able to win the last two games. At the very least, we were going to win Friday, right? Uh, yeah, Oklahoma scored th- uh, three runs at the top of the first quickly over our arguably the best pitcher in the Big 12. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit more of that later. But um, there were 4-0 before you even start the second – as you get into the second inning. And Oklahoma wins this game 9-6. to What the hell, David? Not good. Not good. And this seemed like a just a follow-up from the Thursday game. Um, you figured, and I was pretty confident coming into this game, game two, with, you know, arguably the best pitcher in, in, in the Big 12 going up. And with it, Mr. Nice, shiny 2.15 ERA, uh, you know, backs against the wall, you need, you need this win. Um, and anything but happened on that. They just Once again, they got off to a quick lead and – they just kept doing pretty much the exact same thing as the the third the game one. Um, 
and they just chipped on, kept chipping on, and then we just couldn't come back. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Like I, to me, coming to this game, I'm like, okay, well, what's going to happen Saturday? Right, like I was thinking, like, oh, the Saturday will be the rubber match. That'll be to decide the Big Twelve, like, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm, this is because we've seen this happen a couple times before. Where it's like, okay, but we got Birdsell now. Like, well, we'll be fine because we got Birdsell, and it, Oklahoma just from the very beginning pounced on him. Um, like I said, four to nothing in the second quarter, in the second inning, um, five to one in the third. Now Tech did try to make it more a little, uh, try to come back a little bit once again at the end with a Cole Stillwell homer in the sixth, and then you had a Hudson White homer in the seventh. But again, it was little too little too late. Even in the, as we go to the last innings, um, Oklahoma did a pretty good job at the end. Uh, Trevin Michael with the last two innings when Tech tried to get some momentum to kind of squash us, right? And it was. It was tough for us to even get anything going to, to, to try to rally. Um, just a, 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 a we talked about Andrew Morris giving up the nine earned runs. Brandon Birdsell giving up six earned runs in four, in in four innings. Right, like that's these are these situations are over four innings. He was in the fifth. These situations are kind of unheard of for our two aces, our two star pitchers. Both of them kind of getting beat up a little bit. Yeah, and, and one thing that I do think was really at least a bright side for. Really, all of these games again was. It seemed like our bullpen, and, and you know, knock on wood, it, it's we need to make sure that we we hope that they can maybe give us a little bit of a lift. Um, and and they 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 held their own this weekend, especially Brandon Beckel. I mean, mm-hmm. he has a huge arm. Um, I think he's been kind of wild this season, but you can see the talent is there. So it's like if, if he can get on track like this this weekend, um, at least that's a takeaway. Hopefully, maybe Tech can takeaway is our bullpen stepped up in a, in a pretty big way when you needed it this weekend that is true two and that's two series in a row where the bullpen has actually pitched pretty well um so that's you know hey look look at you looking at the, the glass half empty uh or glass half full <laughs> sorry looking at the glass half full you know this is very optimistic of you but it's at that point with oklahoma winning the game nine to six there goes the big 12 championship everything right in front of yeah. us everything we thought we were able to accomplish in this series just like that, gone. And TCU is now sitting back like, oh, my God, big bad wolf Texas Tech has lost two of the first games of the series. Oklahoma State's already lost. We only got one other team to worry about, and that's Oklahoma. And we get to – I don't think very few people thought TCU was going to leave this weekend as the sole champions of the Big 12. I think they, they probably had some confidence that there was a good shot. Tech would lose one of the games. Um, but, you know, the thought that Oklahoma State wouldn't sweep Baylor and the thought that Tech wouldn't win the – the the series was it was out of mind I think for most people that watch yep. Big Twelve baseball and now you're going into the Saturday series like Tech ain't gonna get swept by Oklahoma at home and and that's the only thing that's that was holding TCU from that victory so or from that sole championship so Texas Tech goes into that Saturday game now the roles are reversed you're not playing spoiler on Senior Night you do not want to get swept to the team that was gonna would would have then won the Big Twelve championship on senior night after having one of the best home records in the entire country. Um, and, and Tech made sure of that. From the very – Oklahoma once again scored in the first inning like they had all series, but right from the get-go, Tech was like, nah, we ain't playing that today. Um, you know, no, homers wasn't the thing early on, but it was nice, small ball, single here, single here, single here, get guys on base, scoring five runs in that first inning and setting the tone for the rest of the game to where Chase Hampton could kind of just cruise on out. Yeah, so Chase Hampton, once again, was huge. He's definitely coming to his own these last 
a couple weeks ago. So it's really good to see our maybe a consistent um, third starter. Um, but, you know, this game, you know, in the very first inning, Oklahoma was smacking the ball around. We thought, oh, boy, it's going to be three games in a row, the same thing. But thankfully, Tech, you know, scored right away and um, really put away any sort of maybe doubt that we may have had by putting up a pretty big, you know, five spot early. Um, one thing I do want to commend Oklahoma on this weekend is they played little ball to perfection every single inning. I feel like it was always their eight or nine hole hitters. They were fast guys. So they, they would bunt to get on. They would do these little infield singles. Then they would go steal a second, maybe even third, through the entire game. It was just like a single turn into a triple all of a sudden. And it's like, okay, guys. And they would get two out hit. And it's just things just were not rolling this weekend. But um, at least on Saturday, we um, at least we got back on track a little bit. Saturday we did turn things around, and, and I got to give credit to you. You've Saturday. called. Yeah. You've been. You've been on Chase Hampton all year. All, all year you've been talking about how Chase Hampton is a good pitcher. Chase Hampton will be the guy that we needed for that to be that number three starter. And I think, like in typical Tadlock fashion, he has found his guy. You know, Tadlock. I feel like he spends. We talk about preseason, all this other stuff. He spends virtually the entire season. Finding the roster, the finding the lineup, finding the pitching staff that he wants, and once again, he's—I think he's found it. I, th- I, I agree with you. I think Chase Hampton is the number three starter um, that we've been looking for all year, and the last outings that he's had has, has kind of proven it. Um, once again, going out, shutting the door on Oklahoma and their opportunity to win a Big Twelve championship, um, and on Senior Night, kind of sending sending some of our seniors like like a Kurt Wilson, who we are going to absolutely miss, has been a great Red Raider to have um, on this team the last few years. Um, just sending them home with a smile on their face. Absolutely. It was so nice. And the seniors showed up, too. It wasn't like they just participated in the game. They showed up. I mean, Parker Kelly had a huge game, too. That was nice to see. He's been struggling a little bit. Um, did they announce Cole Stillwell? I, I don't remember him being in the pregame, but I think he is a senior. Uh, yeah, Cole Stillwell um, is actually a junior. So he has a – he's another year. Oh, okay, okay. Here. Yeah, he's another that year. COVID year year semester year, everything. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, because Cole also had a huge game, a really huge weekend. Um, but no, he's, he's not a senior. It doesn't count. Um, but yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Sorry, Cole. Count. Whatever um, stats you put up this weekend, it'll count. <laughs> next year. <laughs> um, next year, bud. Yeah, but no, it's it's you're all right. Both Parker Kelly and Kirk Wilson having homers in this game later in the later in the game. Um, Jace Young, I mean, he's not a senior, but let's face it, yeah. he ain't playing coming back next year. Yeah. Uh, he also had a homer in this one. So those having those three guys all that was a tape measure shot too. Yeah, no, it's it just, just having those three guys hit homers in their last game at the law. Um, very, very fun, very emotional. At the very least, mm-hmm. putting a bow on an otherwise disappointing series. But you know, if we can't have it, Oklahoma, you can't have it either. And so. Um, a little upsetting that TCU is going to walk a little. How wild is it that TCU of all teams for what should have been a TCU down year, all credit to them should have been a TCU down year. They win the big 12 championship outright um, credit to them. Very disgusting for me as someone who just does not like TCU baseball, but um, you know, I, what are you going to do? You know, we had it, everything in front of us and, and we kind of lost it there. Um, silver lining, David, you want to know who came? The team that was a preseason number one in the country finished tied for fifth in the conference, uh, and that's Texas. And so, anytime that we at the very that? least can sit back, tilt our heads back, and laugh at the Texas Longhorns, uh, it's a good time. 
it's, it's always a good time. Right? Absolutely. Anytime you finish above Texas, it's it's, it's going to be a good time this year. Yeah, and four teams can say, ha-ha, good time. Um, and West, West Virginia <laughs> is tied with Texas. Like, like Texas, are you not embarrassed? <laughs> You're tied <laughs> with West Virginia for fifth in the conference after being the number one preseason pick in the country. Like, I, I, I do want to say – Texas fashion. I'm a, dude, like, it's funny because, you know, we <laughs> – I, I'm a, I'm a believer that both football and basketball, um, Texas is more of – they have – their their preseason ranking was just bad media, right? Like they should have never been ranked fifth – preseason ranked fifth in basketball. Like that was ridiculous to start off with. They were never going to be that good. Football, they were never going to be a top 25 team in football. Even though they shouldn't have been – five and seven is still ridiculous. But like those were enemies of media. Media hyped them up way too much and they were never going to be that. Baseball, however – this was actually, I think, a pretty interesting thing for Texas because they should have been good. Like, I coming into the season, preseason number one, they're a team that went to the College World Series last year and almost won the national championship. Like, I, I kind of agreed. I was like, yeah, no, that this team, preseason number one fits. I get it. Like, this team is – so this was actually, in my opinion, more of a choke job throughout the season than it was for basketball and football. Basketball and football, they should have never been ranked that high. Baseball, they had earned that preseason ranking and just didn't meet where they should have been. And so that's – this is a pretty interesting result for the baseball team, um, but I'm sure. Yeah, te- I'm sure Texas baseball guys will find silver lining in it and say, "Well, at least we're still, you know, 40 <laughs> win team and top 22." And uh, yeah, yada yada yada. I don't care about none of that. Texas guys will tell you that their regular season means nothing. I mean, which which true, but <laughs> it's like when you're number one preseason team, you expect to means a little have bit. a certain <laughs> level of you know kind of wins in the regular season or yeah, whatever. I mean, it means a little bit. Phoenix Suns over here. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Good regular season, bad yeah. in the uh, postseason. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, come on yeah. now. I mean, it means a little bit, Texas fans, <laughs> you know. So it's, um, so at the very least, you know, as frustrating as this end of the year has been um, in, in typical tech fashion, uh, at the very least, we can tilt our head backs and laugh at the Longhorns, which has been a fun tradition we've had the last few years. I'm not gonna like, you know, in in, in all sports, Texas has provided us with a lot of comedy. Um, last year in yep. baseball season wasn't very comedic. They went, like I said, they went all the way to almost winning a national championship. That's not fun. That's yeah. not nobody like they, you have nope. to, we have to, yeah, we actually have to tip their, our hat to Texas. That's not fun. Not fun at all, right? Like I'm disgusted right now that I got to tip my hat to TCU. That's not fun, right? But at the very <laughs> least, last year I can laugh at TCU baseball. This year I can laugh at Texas baseball. So that's that's good. Um, and one thing that's never been a laughing matter is your finances, right? I mean, listen, like, it's right now, prices of things are getting ridiculous. Um, it took me like 80 bucks to fill up my gas tank the other day. That's pretty wild, right? Uh, but um, so really for me, I, I, I need to find a way to make money. I need to find a way to make more money to be able to afford. All these things are getting really expensive. Best way I got to do is I got to call up my guy, Adam Goldman, at the franchise coach. Um, to really help me in my finances, help me become become this entrepreneur, get more of my uh, uh, acquire more income, acquire more assets, and he'll be able to do it. Uh, he's an experienced investor, uh, a franchisee, and ma- or and a master franchiser, and has been helping Red Raiders get um, using his skills and experience to help Red Raiders get uh, more franchises. Right, uh, he can coach you through the opportunity to acquire a franchises of your own. Keep it in the family. Have a family business for you and everybody that you love. Um, and hit up Adam Goldman, and he'll be able to help you. He's already helped 
multiple Red Raiders this year alone. Um, and he, he just he's just trying to spread the wealth, spread his knowledge. So book a time with the franchise coach at franchisecoach.net. And I'm going to tell you exactly how much you have to pay him up front for his services. That amount is $0.00 because all the money that you have to pay him or that he's going to make, he's going to get on the back end. That's right. You don't have to pay him a dime until you get paid. You, he gets paid when you get paid. So that is Adam Goldman at FranchiseCoach.net. All right, David, you you live in the Austin area. You know, Austin pri- housing prices is, is crazy. It's like you're going to pay your mortgage, right? Crazy out here. Franch- FranchiseCoach.net. Absolutely. Um, so uh, before we get into the Big 12 tournament, right, um, the regular season's over The in, in the Big 12 in the Big 12, regular season is over. Everybody has finished the season. Like we said, TCU is disgustingly the Big 12 championship champions all by themselves. Um, so Big 12 awards will be coming out here pretty soon. Um, and I do, you know, I want to talk about it. Let's let's talk about who who do you think will win some of these awards. So, so main thing is who's going to win player of the year, David? This is a pretty good test. I mean, some of the guys on the Texas Tech side – uh, that could potentially be in it. It really the guy from the Texas Tech side that could potentially be in it would be Jace Young. Um, Jace Young, pretty is is second in the conference in in OPS. Um, Kurt Wilson, Kurt Wilson has a very far outside chance of it. Probably not going to get it, but we're Jace. I think Kurt Wilson has a, a shot at maybe making an All Big Twelve team. But um, really, the only guy that is really going to be in contention for it on the Texas Tech side is Jace Young. Does Jace do it, or do you have somebody else in mind for Player of the Year? I think if there was like a, a bronze, silver, um, and, and bronze medal, I mean, he would be in bronze, that top three. Hold on, a bronze, silver, um, and bronze, bronze medal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you know how the Olympics I, work. Uh, <laughs> gold, silver, bronze, right? Yeah. yeah gold. That's what I said. Gold. No, he's a bronze, silver, bronze. First off, okay. No, well, uh, no. I, play, play back the tape. Gold, play back silver, tape. bronze. <laughs> but I do think Jace would be in one of those top three Olympic spots. I do not think he wins it this year. I think there's one clear favorite this year. Are we going and saying the uh, yeah, say he's going to win it or yeah, say it. Go ahead. So I mean, I think that really the the obvious chance or he would if the, I don't I don't know if there's like a unanimous type voting system that goes on there, but I, I think it would be um, uh, Ivan Melendez from Texas, the Hispanic Titanic. Um, <laughs> he's really close to breaking the all time college uh, record for home runs in a year. I think he's at 28 right now. Last I saw, uh, I think the record is 31. So he's getting close to the all time. Home runs in a season, Mark. Yeah, I mean, listen, you're right. I mean, Ivan Melendez, I, I, I'd be shocked if he didn't win Big 12 Player of the Year. He's, he was been absolutely incredible. incredible. Um, you, know, you know what? You know what? Shout out to the Texas Longhorns. Y'all are very much like the Los Angeles Angels, right? The LA Angels <laughs> got Mike Trout out here for the last four, few years and just killing it. MVPs every other year, you know, and then you miss the playoffs because the Angels are the Angels. So... The Texas Angels. That's basically what they are. Because you have Ivan Melendez, yeah. who has still been, and he's been absolutely incredible. And he, every time Texas has needed a big shot, he's been out there. He's he's done it. He leads the Big Twelve. And I said Jace Young was second in OPS. Guess who's first? It's Ivan Melendez. Um, Jace Young is tied for third in home runs. Guess who's first? It's Ivan Melendez. And Ivan Melendez. Okay, Jace Young is tied for third in home runs in the Big Twelve. Ivan Melendez has twice as many home runs as Jace Young does. Like it's been incredible. He leads the conference. In, in RBIs and slugging, um, it, it's he is he's an animal. What, what else can you say? He's an absolute 
animal. Uh, he, he's a force. So I, I have no bad things to say about Ivan Melendez and uh, his base, his MLB team will be very happy with the things that he does. Um, so wish uh, you pick tech over UT. <laughs> what it was, are we, were that, we was in, a, that was apparently the, the last two it was between tech and UT and you picked UT over tech. Uh, that kind of hurts a little bit. Ah, uh, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. That's a tough one. Um, so something that's a little bit harder, a little bit tougher is the pitcher of the year. Big 12 pitcher of the year. Um, this is one where we have a couple guys that can win. I mean, we've been talking about our, our big two, Andrew Morris and Brandon Birdsell all year. Um, Brandon Birdsell is going to have a legit shot at winning pitcher of the year. A legit shot at it. Uh, like Jace Young, he's second in a lot of the major categories, second or third. Um, and But the difference is, is that there's not a guy that's number one in everything, right? There's a, a couple guys that usually surpass him in, 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 in certain things, and he is going to have a shot um at at getting it there uh but he is second birdsell is second in the conference in strikeouts second in the conference in eras uh second in the conference in wins so uh dave david does birdsell win mm-hmm. or does somebody else get it this is a i i am i'm at a coin flip right now between birdsell and uh, right now i think it's between birdsell and pete hansen from you know texas once again the team that always uh, underperforms with the best players in the conference um, I think it's between those two for the top. I think Justin Campbell, the Oklahoma State starter, he, he'll be a first-round pick this year. I think he's in that conversation, too. I think it's between those three. Um, but I think they will go with the the UT uh, just, you know, biases, and have and I think Pete Hansen will win it. So we talked a little bit about this pre-pod, and uh, so Justin Campbell – is I, I he's by far number one in the conference in strikeouts. He might actually be number one in the country in strikeouts, 123 strikeouts on the year. Um, he he is, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when we were previewing the Texas Tech Oklahoma State game, uh, series. He's kind of a beast. He's kind of he's a strikeout pitcher to say the least. Um, but him, both him and Pete Hansen, both of them give up home runs. I mean, they're they're both. Uh, some of the guys, yeah. tops in the league or towards the top in the league when it comes to home runs given up. Another guy, another Texas guy that it, – it's amazing that Texas has all these top guys and still finished tied for fifth in the conference because Lucas Gordon. Lucas Gordon is actually number one in the conference in ERA, uh, 255 ERA. Um, and so he is good too. I'm actually going to say – and maybe I'm being a homer here. I'm going to say Birdsell wins it. And the re- my reason for picking Birdsell to win it – and I now if he would have had a 9-2 and two record as opposed to 8-3 – and three, this would have helped out a lot. Um, my reason for picking Birdsell is because though he's not first in anything, he's virtually second in everything, right? And and because you have so many players like a Campbell, like a Hanson, like a Gordon, that's kind of there at number one in all these other different categories, that consistency of Birdsell to be second in almost in everything else, right? Because he is second in strikeouts. He is second in ERA. He is tied for second in wins. Um, you know, he he – uh, he is tied for – he has the second most game started. Like, because he's second in all of these things, it's enough to say, okay, you know what? He deserves – I mean, he's well third in, in hits given up. Like, he because he's second or third in all of these things consistently, he's a guy that we should give up – we should put up here. And that's that's kind of where I'm going. And I'm going to say Brandon Birdsell uh, wins um, – wins big club picture of the let's year. hope your guy your guy wins over mine <laughs> yeah no and i'll say this and actually i just i just i just looked this up right now he actually lead he's first in something leads the conference in opposing batting average and so that's huge oh, in itself there you well. go so that i i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to bird cell not the not the best last outing but 
I still say that he is going to be the Big 12 pitch of the year. Because also, I also kind of think, like, if you're a voter, like, are you really going to give hit player of the year and pitcher of the year to the team that finished fifth in the conference? Like, it's, yeah. That's a good I'm, point. It's, you know, it's, it's going to be. It's, it's, it's a good it's point. Tough to put out there. So I'm going to go ahead and say Brandon Birdsell, pitcher of the year. Um, I actually think that. Justin Campbell has just a good chance to win of it as anybody else as well, right? Like I said, um, him mm-hmm. being a strikeout pitcher, him being so popular, a lot of times popularity kind of comes into it as well. So um, I will say that either, if not Birdsell, Campbell over the two Texas guys. Um, so it's, uh, but definitely the, the 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 awards should be interesting. Um, what is, and let me ask you this, this is not an award, but what team has impressed you the most this year, David? Oh boy. So... Out of all the teams that, and obviously I can really only speak on the teams that we've played. Um, I would say Oklahoma impressed me the most. And I don't think that's that's probably an easy cop out answer based on what, what just happened here. But they came into our park, beat us twice, and they make us, made us look like as bad as we've looked the entire season in a three-game series. Uh, so I think Oklahoma's impressed me the most. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, Oklahoma wasn't supposed to be here. Nobody, nobody expecting them to to finish the conference, tied for second in the conference. That's pretty impressive. Uh, TCU, TCU was not supposed to win the Big Twelve championship. That's just they. This was a down, quote unquote, down year for TCU again, and they weren't supposed to be here. And the fact that they finished um, with the Big Twelve championship right in there, they're going to be a top twenty five team. They're going to be a team that's going to be pretty dangerous in the conference in the tournament. Um, so shout out, to, you know, I got to tip my hat to TCU. I, I hate to do it, but. But they uh, they've earned it. They've deserved it. So um, as we wrap up the pod here, uh, the Big 12 tournament is coming up. Um, Texas Tech will be playing uh, Kansas State in the first round of the Big 12 tournament. That's going to be Wednesday. Um, and so, you know, Davey, I mean, what are you expecting from this team in the Big 12 tournament? How far do we go? Which team shows up? Um, it, it's going to be weird because, like, Tech has notoriously been horrible at these tournaments, uh, like the past five years, I feel like we've gone 0 for 2 almost in almost all of them since that Tadlock's been around. He just doesn't put a big emphasis on on the, on the Big 12 tournament because in the end, it really means almost nothing in terms of seating and scheduling and stuff like that. It's more for TV, all that stuff. Anyways, that's not really the point of the question. Um, <laughs> so I think we should be Kansas State. But it also wouldn't surprise me if we just Tadlock just basically tells him to, to lose the game. He he won't say that, but it wouldn't surprise me if he just not, you know, putting a lot of emphasis on it. And Kansas State does end up winning on this game, but I think I mean I'll say Tech wins the first one. Are we are we going to make is Tech going to make the Final Four? No, no, staunch. Uh, staunch prediction there from David Hughes. Tech does not make the Final Four. Um, who is your predictive winner of the Big 12 championship? Seems like Texas always does pretty well in these tournaments. Oklahoma State usually does good. Uh, well, because they are. Oh, I guess it's not in in Bricktown anymore. In Oklahoma, in OKC, it's in Dallas. So they field. don't really have that home field advantage anymore. Yeah. Well, not only that, so it being um, at an at a MLB ballpark also, it's going to be interesting because it's also going to get you ready for a potential big College World Series, right? The, the, these home absolutely. run teams, these home run teams that like to like to, uh, like to dig the long ball, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for mm-hmm. them. Um, so that'll be interesting as well. I'll say for the four teams, so I'll pick two from each each side. I'll say Oklahoma and – what was the other team from our – so they play – oh, Kansas – 
<clears throat> okay, so we'll have Oklahoma, and then we'll have uh, West Virginia. No. Actually, okay, I changed my answer. I think Tech does go into the Final Four. <laughs> I, I'll change my answer. I can't. It's, it's, it's hard picking West Virginia and Kansas State over Tech right now. Um, so I'll say Tech, Oklahoma comes out of the, the, the bottom one, and then let's say TCU and um, I don't know who the, who the, the other two ones, because I don't want to play two games that are playing against <clears> each other. But I think TCU and um, let's say uh, Oklahoma State. So I'll say this. I um, I personally I uh, well, and who who do you have winning the the, the Big Twelve tournament then? Out of those Final Four, let's go with let's go with TCU. TCU. So I'll say this. I've been comparing this baseball team to the basketball team because I think they're wildly similar. Um, and it's just and and, and it's funny because I was talking about this going into the last weekend series, and in my head I didn't say this out loud, but in my head I was like, you know, if this team really is like the basketball series, they're really gonna lay an egg in this final series, and sure enough, they did. <laughs> um, and so, but with that, we needed the basketball team to really have to get that momentum and really have a good Big Twelve tournament, and which was not similar to usually what we see in the basketball team in the Big Twelve tournament, and they went all the way to the Big Twelve final. And I kind of think the same thing's going to happen here. I, I I don't see Kansas State or West Virginia being the ones to make the final four. I agree with you that Tech and Oklahoma will be there. And normally I would agree that you know maybe Tech doesn't make it to the to the uh, to the championship. But you, I kind of think they will see red. They see Oklahoma in that final in that, that semifinals. They're going to see red and they're going to say, you know, we're, we're going to make sure we beat them. Um, and so give me Texas Tech uh, v Texas for the Big Twelve championship. And mm. um, yeah, and I don't want to say who's going to win that game, um, but that'd be a fun one. Yeah, I, give me Texas Tech versus Texas because I do agree with you that Texas usually does pretty well in these tournaments. They're another team that wants some momentum going into the uh, NCAA tournament as well, so that'll be a fun one to see who wins. Right? <laughs> that'll be a fun yes, one. Yes, absolutely. I don't want to say who wins that one because I'm both scared of myself and you know. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna say Texas wins because, and we'll see if that jinx works. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'll be drinking fields of gold Chardonnay that entire game. If that's really what comes out, um, you know, the entire game, I'll be, I'll be popping open that bottle, uh, make sure to get your own fields of gold case as well, but that'll be, that'll definitely be an interesting one. So big 12 tournament this weekend. Um, and then we get to find out what, what regional tech in is in, if they get a top 16 seed, which seems less likely after the Oklahoma series, but we will see it. If we don't, we'll see if we're a number two seed in what region we're in. Fingers crossed, Southern Miss. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, it'll be very interesting to see uh, going forward. Um, this this team is still pretty good despite the setback against Oklahoma. I think things are still right in front of them. But uh, we will – there's still a lot of baseball to be played. Anything else you want to say to the people, David? No, I just hope we can, uh, you know, recapture some of that – Oklahoma, uh, okay, Oklahoma State energy that we got from that because this weekend we look lethargic. We need to uh, get back on energy level from when we beat Oklahoma State. Absolutely, absolutely, we need to bring that energy back, and I'm sure we will. Yep. So, <clears throat> so a lot, like I said, a lot of baseball to be played. Should be exciting stuff, um, and we will have David on to recap it all. So for David Hughes, this is Albie Shore, and you've been listening to the Tortillas and Takes podcast, part of the Ten Twelve Network. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.